Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Infinity Train, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Sarah Potter. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. It's night four of Infinity Train, and boy, do we have a big night of episodes to talk about. Uh, the Chrome Car and the Ball Pit Car aired just now on Cartoon Network, and we'll be reacting to these huge episodes, everything that happened, breaking it down, giving our final theories before tomorrow's finale. Um, it's already all here and happening, but uh, make, check out our previous Infinity Train podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for Infinity Train Overly Animated on your podcast app. Or our YouTube is YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. Subscribe to not miss tomorrow's finale discussion. Um, but before that, uh, two pretty huge episodes, especially this last episode mythology-wise. Michelle, what are your reactions to what happened? I feel really broken. <laughs> I, I'm shocked by how serious they got. Like, I was going along enjoying the, the heck out of that ball pit car and the khaki bunny. Yeah. And, and like, oh my god! so much happened and just Loki I think it's ridiculous the conductor's a robot and he wears like this dumb cloak over himself like he's a man or something excuse me robots can wear clothes too (laughs) I mean it just looks so silly I don't know but like still he's very intimidating oh my gosh I I definitely think this show has hit its stride somewhere between like last night and tonight I feel like because all these episodes are just so good I I'm really invested now I'm really excited I kind of can't believe there's only two more I feel like this could go on for a while but it's definitely ramping up for something and I think they're both really good episodes like I know the ball pick car kind of like takes you into all these theorizing places, but the Chrome car itself is a really good episode. And I think it's a really good character episode. And I don't know. I, I'm just really happy. Whoever boarded these did such a good job. And I'm just, I'm so engrossed in the show now. So thumbs up from me. This is great. We've convinced Michelle completely on, on what's going on here. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sarah, what are your reactions to tonight's episodes? Uh, I really liked them. I think I liked the uh, Chrome Car. Yeah, the name's Chrome Car. I liked Chrome Car more, I think. I really enjoyed it. a hot take, I guess. Is it? I believe it. We don't have a baseline take yet, but there you go. <laughs> How is it hot? <laughs> <laughs> well, the ball pit car is the one where all the stuff happens, so usually people like that one. I, I like character stuff more than, yeah. like... Like, I, I'm yeah, not, not sure on the conductor yet. Like, I still have to see, like, what he's doing. Right now, he feels very... Um, I don't know what his motivations are, and right now his motivation, it, like, what he's doing is just classic, like, he's evil for no real, like, just, he's just evil, you know what I mean? Like, there's no other thing going on than that, like, he just wants people to stay where they are, on their cars, and, I don't know, I need to see more for what he, why he's doing things, and then I'll probably be higher on him, but without that, I just liked the chrome car more. I also just liked how it was, uh, just... The ball pit car was like about a, a car about something that was in the real world, and the chrome car was just a much more out there idea, and I enjoyed mm. that. Yeah, nice. Okay, um, we'll, we'll we'll dig more into <laughs> both of the the cars, the chrome car, but probably talk about the ball pit car first. But April, what are your reactions to tonight? Okay, so tonight, uh... <laughs> here we go. You're like it was an here ordeal. We go. It was it was definitely an ordeal. Um... I don't even know where to begin. Like, I'm still processing, um, which, I mean, I guess is good, but also bad because there's so much, like, so much has happened in the last, like, two days or the last four episodes that I feel like I'm still, like, catching up. And um, But, like, these episodes were both very, very good. And I just really enjoyed, like, the aesthetics of both places. Um Michelle mentioned like the storyboarding and I like I agree like the the storyboarding on these episodes is wonderful. Um Chrome Car, yeah, definitely like a character episode and like it's making me wonder like like the idea that I kind of got from that is that like are we dealing with like Tulip's depression or like like as a result of her parents' divorce, because that kind of seems like the path that we're going down. And I don't know what you guys talked about yesterday, because I didn't get to listen to that one. How dare you? Um, I'm sorry. I looked into. <laughs> it's okay. I looked it's into okay. Tuesday's podcast, but That's I didn't good. get to listen to yesterday's. 
Um, but so like that was kind of like my idea, like but it was just like floating around in my head. And then like when we get to the ball pit car, we have the conductor going on about um like you should have stayed in your cart with your happy your happy thoughts. And I was like, Oh, we are doing depression. Um, which I guess like hits me on all of the personal levels. Also, not a fan of the conductor because I don't like what he did to Atticus and I know like oh, that's a hot take. Oh. He's a bad How guy. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Oh well and also like I think I'm like the the dog person of this group. So. Oh, April. Yeah. <laughs> so Not a good day like, for dogs. No, it wasn't. And also, I guess that's how like we get the little roach thingies or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess that one's answered. Um, but yeah, I these episodes are just amazing. Like this show is incredible, and I'm so sad that it's just a mini series. Yeah. But it's okay. This is a. I think it's like being done like extremely well for many series so yeah yeah, yeah. well then we'll, we'll hopefully get more word on if it's truly the end or not after tomorrow at some point but um yeah i don't know the, the, the this show is completely blowing me away yeah the chrome car was so good and then the ball pit car is uh like throws all that mythology stuff at you and it's it's really fantastic too i the, the i agree like the aesthetics of these episodes really stand out um like the ball pit car could just be like the 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 mythology precursor to the finale episode but it like does it in the context of this uh this uh like zany bunny and uh, happy-go-lucky and it really plays with the mood and uh it's it's it really hits you and everything going on and then like it just i think the chrome car also like really um continues the great tulip characterization we've gotten um both like super standout episodes uh you know for the show for the year like it, it just keeps hitting you i i i kind of it almost it does kind of feel like the show hit its stride but i also guess it feel like it never didn't hit it you know i feel like it was always in stride you know like it was maybe like two and two and three or like i don't they're all they're all good right like the, the show's been mm-hmm. really good since episode one and um ball pit car kind of continue it feels more episode one-y um in that a lot of heavy plot stuff happening and it, it's it's it got really dark and um it like reveals uh I, I love that it like reveals the conductor and gives a decent <laughs> amount of answers without like answering the questions that we're still having heading into tomorrow so i think that's uh that's that's a big thing as uh, we still have many, many questions about what's really going on with the train. But at least we have met the conductor and that was uh, really incredible. And we like see Atticus turn into the cockroach dog thing. And yeah. um, one one is attempted to be killed, um, but is still there. So like we don't know if we answered all the one one questions, but clearly they don't you know, want to take one one back. They're trying to kill him. Uh, that was surprising. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there's a lot here, and um, I think that we definitely going to get into the ball pit car stuff that just happens, uh, but also very eager to talk about stuff in the Chrome Car because I really love both episodes. But yeah, so we meet this conductor. Um, we had a, dude, Can we just... Why does he? Why is he wearing like a blanket? Robe? That's not he the top, <laughs> Michelle. That's not the top story here. He's okay, cold. This, he's, he's made out of metal. Cold. He's just trying to stay warm. Dylan, he looks cold. like he's a robot. He looks like a knockoff like Star Wars. No, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, robot. <laughs> Who is he fooling? We know he's a robot. We can see yeah. his part. I think he's trying to hide being a robot. Why? Oh, like why? Is what does it matter? Because he wants everyone to stay in their cars. Does he want to be okay. a human? Is he trapping humans so we can learn their ways to blend in outside the train world? Is that it? I don't think so, but that's interesting. Uh, so we, <laughs> I'm gonna say probably not for that theory. We. <laughs> We greet the conductor. We had a big discussion last podcast about the difference between steward and conductor, and uh, that's that was a good prede- predecessor to this episode, which it distinguishes. Like- yeah, Alex was spot on with the names, even though he cheated yeah. with uh, meta information. But uh, it's, it's- <laughs> what three years old information? Yeah, it's it's old information. Yeah, we we, yeah. we yeah. So the we had the steward, which is the machine gun eyes army thing, uh, like multi. Yeah, and. Uh, then we meet the conductor who's that red line that we saw before and we talked about is it a different person is it it's a, yeah it's a different person it's not the train it's not the steward it is its own big bad conductor and um he like uh 
tries to kill one one then is chastising tulip for leaving her car and for making things not the way they're supposed to be um and uh it's like you put your friends in danger and uh cease your cease your journey he says and then he uh, uh kills atticus um by with a, with a gun. Zap- okay, he, does, he doesn't kill him he gives him a makeover it was different <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's a bug <laughs> Bug Dementor now. Yeah, Bug turns him into a Bug Dementor. uh, And then that Bug Dementor tries to suck out Tulip's life force. Then it stops. And then it... Yeah, I don't know why it stopped. That didn't make sense. And then it chases it. And then Tulip traps it and breaks down crying at the end of the episode. 1-1 is alive, though. So that's one good thing that happened. One one good thing that happened. Um, still, still so, in question. Can we can we colloquially refer to the conductor as Blanket Boy from now on? Absolutely yes. not. No. Oh come on! <laughs> April, like, he specifically oh, he specifically announces himself in this episode. As the Wait, conductor. He wore that blanket. It's it's undeniable. I also, think blanket should be undeniable. I that what? Appreciate him being like I conduct what you do. Whoa. Like, oh, yeah. No, yeah, he says, like, because I am the conductor. Yeah. Yes. He's like, he conducts I like the people. He has like a um an inferiority complex, I feel. Okay, so let's let's talk. Yeah, so I feel like the, other than that, he's this big imposing robot with the red line thing. Let's okay. So that's first of all, as a robot. Um, second of all, like what what is why why is doing these things? So that, I feel like this is the big the big question. It's like what are the conductor's motivations? What is his role in all of this? Um, I mean, I think the most notable thing is that he seems to very much want order in all the train cars. Just like one one. Just when that, he that also stood out to me. Yeah. 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 So that like one 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 in uh, one one's fixed mode as uh, one one refers to that in the previous episode uh, or no, it's in this episode. I think that uh, um, uh, that I'm d- d- when I was different before or when I went through the, when I went through the change, I think. The, uh, change. the change. Yeah. Yeah. So that's still a question heading into the finale tomorrow is um, what was one one's change? Um, but yeah, it stood out to me that the conductor's main motivation seems to be order, uh, which was the same as one one. Um, other things though is the conductor distra- tries to kill one one, which is not what we expected, I think. And then also the one—it's not just enough that the the conductor is like you disrupted order. That's bad, Tulip. The, he seems to specifically want to berate Tulip, like yeah, yeah, and, pun- yeah. And, pun- and punish her. So it's not just like this amoral robot. It's like um, you. This is all. All of this is your fault. Like that's so unnecessary to say. Like what? Like he. Why does <laughs> he have? A, why does he have a grudge against Tulip? Before like is Tulip? Does Tulip? Does the train even care about Tulip? Uh, yes, the conductor cares about Tulip. All of this is your fault. So that that's like a big question. Like what? What is Tulip do? Why is is all this about her? Or is um. Is Tulip just someone that went outside of their car and that's frowned upon? I don't know. These these are the questions I think I'm having after after all this. Sarah, what's your what's your reaction to like what the conductor wants? My reaction is that the conductor tell or okay, the conductor tells us who he is. And based on what we've seen from the show so far, I don't know if we should trust him. I don't know if we should trust everything that he said. I don't I think that there's more going on than what he says. And I think that Tulip is supposed to be going from car to car. That, like, she's doing that right. But clearly she wasn't supposed to bring anything from car to car. She's supposed to just get through these things on her own for some reason. I think, I think, he, says, I think he says Tulip should have stayed in her car. Um, stood so of, he should have well, should, should have stayed in the put, tape room, but like, yeah, I don't know. He well, then, then he also it. says like, I tried to help you with this tape. I tried to, yeah, yeah. So maybe right. that was about the tape. They should have stayed put. Yeah, that's maybe, it's, maybe, it's unclear. Maybe they can, but that would just mean that he's just an extension of the steward, which doesn't really fit in my head. Like, if he's just keeping them in their seats, like, does he have the same motivations as the tentacle icon robot? Yeah. Like, it feels like he should be doing something else. He seems very anti, like, her having friends, because yeah. he blamed them being in trouble because they went with her, yeah, he, and that's yeah. kind of weird, too. And he did the fallacy of, like, you made me do this, made me kill yeah. your friends, like, yeah. it's your fault, and I'm like, no, it, you're you're the one hurting them. <laughs> you're the one with the blanket, excuse you, you're the one <laughs> well, Again, her. again, the blanket is not a key here. Fault of feel the it, fashion feel blanket it, is about is. as important as Marco's stupid cape. Like, about <laughs> Marco's cape is much more important. It's his evil cape! 
cave for his <laughs> evil train. Michelle, what, what, what do you think? What do you think is going on with the conductor? I don't know. I really don't know anymore. This is not what I expect. I, I always thought the steward was the conductor, actually. So We didn't I mean, even know they were separate people. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought they were the same thing. So, yeah, I'm trying to cipher out with you guys like what what was the, what is his goal different from the steward but like the the not moving around the the staying on the train i guess like he definitely doesn't want to to ever leave the train and is that because he wants her to stay there till she goes insane and so the cloud can eat her like that one kid that you know i i don't know i'm I have so many questions about the conductor and like we did not get like very much information <laughs> besides the blanket and the fact that he wants to kill Wan Wan. So I honestly don't know. I need at least one more episode for context, but you he's get, back. You get zero news. more episodes of speculation. Yeah, I mean, I will yeah. say this episode, seeing the conductor, like we are actually maybe turning into a pro cat. Actually, like we're down a dog for Atticus Rip. He didn't Why deserve is it. Why is it It's horrifying because, like, you see her struggle because he's like trying to involve her even more. She's like, I did what you want. Like, can I please like be free now? And he's like, nah, we're not done yet. Yeah, the cat he's was just, the like, cat was coerced into She doing very all this. reluctantly like went after Juan Juan. I think she's gonna end up tag teaming with Tulip and Juan Juan yeah. to like figure this out because she knows about the conductor and the steward. She can probably help them give what they want if they make a deal. So, yay, cat redemption! It might happen. Cat redemption, okay. But cat redemption, yeah. My question now is now that now that you've said that, Michelle, like talked about this, like I realized another thing that's weird because they wanted they wanted one one clearly to kill him, yeah. but they were also upset about Atticus. But it wasn't the same urgency. There was different levels of urgency there. I think I think he just, he did. I don't yeah. think he would have killed Atticus if Atticus didn't attack and if he wasn't like trying to punish. Yeah, Tulip, right? Atticus, Atticus, Atticus doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah no, but the, I, but, the, but he also still said that everyone should have stayed in their car. Like, there's but he different... does care that pe- yeah, people left their car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like, there's there's a different. Uh, what I'm saying is there's different levels of importance that he's putting on things that are happening here, and it's interesting to see what those are. Like I Atticus, totally, like, yeah. It goes. Oh, yeah. I think it goes one one then Tulip then Atticus, but he still cared about all those things and for different reasons. It seemed. It kind of does seem like one one was still yeah. the most important, but yeah. but the yeah. not important enough to try to like save. Like just, it was important to get him out of the picture. Yeah, which was again, I, it, we we were expecting one one to be like the long lost child of the conductor or the conductor. I mean, maybe himself. it is though. He was really scared of the conductor, but he didn't say like you're not my mom. So maybe he yeah. is the mom. Maybe. Well, why is the conductor trying to kill one one? I'm trying. Okay, is he trying to kill him? I think they're just trying to like keep him in a place where they can capture him. Yeah, if they drop the whole thing on him, that's probably not going to kill him, but it'll keep him secure so they can snatch him. No, it seemed like they thought he was dead. Okay, okay. I think I figured it out. I think I got it. I figured (laughs) it out. Okay, I'm ready. I'm figuring it out. So this goes along with the themes of the show because the themes of the show are Tulip is this logical character that's trying to become or trying to come to terms with the emotions she has for the things that have happened in her life. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like the journey she's going on. And I'm trying to tie this together with why this stupid conductor is wearing this blanket. <laughs> clearly the blanket has to come off. I'm going <laughs> to do it. Do shut me up. I'm going somewhere serious with I this. I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> okay. So I think this might be something like, um, if any, I, any of you know Portal or that thing, I think what it is is one one might be like some kind of part of the conductor. Like one one is the emotions oh. conductor. And the conductor doesn't want those back. And it doesn't want to be to have those emotions for things. So the conductor thinks it can act better without them. And I think when the blanket mm-hmm. co- if the blanket ever comes off, I, I know it's, we're calling it a blanket, it's not. It's <laughs> no, you're right. I the blanket there. Maybe there's a reason. No, no, you're but right. I'm saying that underneath it might have more of the orbs, Finding like something. one one, but they represent different parts of him. Oh, so like, he's a bunch of orbs under his like blanket. That. Yeah, like for yeah. different modules of himself and one one's just another one of those modules and he doesn't want one one back yeah i think it's it's definitely in play that he is one one is related to the conductor but it's a part of the conductor the conductor doesn't want like something think about it uh, the conductor's head is a very similar shape and color as one one it's just like maybe more of an oval and it's like um you know it's like flipped parallel But, like, yeah, the only thing that makes me have a question mark about that theory, Sarah, and I do think it's a really good one, is, like, when, oh, what was it, like, two episodes ago at this point? The episode with the turtles, when one, one, like, kind of reforms for a second and has one personality that's, like, whole, it's immediately, yeah, the the one personality, 
it it immediately tries to fix everything in this yes. very like logical but kind of bad way. And if that's true, if that's its fixed form, how would that like give the conductor different emotions? Because the thing is, it's like it the conductor and all its modules want to make the car whole. They want to fix the train and keep the train mm-hmm. running. But the, this, what we have, the one ones we have are not the smart ones. They're just the emotions. They don't know how to fix things, but they know they need to. Huh. Oh, and, so it's kind of like a, um, like that's like the leftover of being separated is like that, that drive to Yes, they still the drive to fix everything, but they don't know how to. And that ties back to Tulip because this is a character of the conductor who's this blindly logical character who doesn't want their emotions. And I think that ties together thematically. And that's why I'm kind of latching on to this idea. No, I like it. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. gives a very good reason for why Juan wants two very strong personalities also. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a whole person would have both of those. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, I mean, one one could even simply, yeah, simply just be like a defective part of the conductor that yeah. the conductor does rejects now. You know, like it's, it's that's a, why where's the yeah. blanket? It all makes sense. <laughs> okay, again, the okay, but it's, yeah. So I, I think I, I I still I think something like that's likely where one one's like we still don't know one one's importance. That's clearly going to come into play. What does one one's um the change mean? You know, like uh, so th- these are. Definitely big things we're going to be expecting uh, tomorrow. Um, April, you said towards the beginning you're definitely you definitely think this is something surrounding tulips like emotions. That's all everything surrounding that. That's kind of where we we're at at yesterday, where yeah. we were like, this is related to tu- it's all related to tulips are arc and centered on what she's going through. Um, I feel like tonight ostensibly maybe moves us a little further from that because it's all about like these literal robots that are tangibly here. So what do you, th- if this is some sort of thing that's like based around tulips emotions, like uh, what, what are you, do you think the robots are like, are like uh, sy- symbols? Um, what, what, is this all inside of something? Where are you thinking? Um, ooh, that's such an interesting question. Um, <laughs> Cause I hadn't gotten to, I guess, think that deeply into it. But I would, like, suspect that because I think the biggest thing that, like, drives home that point is that is the whole video um, sequence that we got yesterday. Um, and the fact that the conductor, like, referenced it and so did the cat. Um, because, like, in the video, like, she has all of these, like, happy memories. But then when she, like, really thinks about it and gets down to it, that they're not happy memories. And so she, like, it's almost like the, like, the conductor and the train are trying to put her into, like, force a happy, like, uh, what is it, deposition upon her. But that's not really the case. And that's not really a good way to, like, cope or deal with, you know, those negative emotions, whether it's, like, depression from, like, or, you know, depression, like, the stress and anxiety of, like, her parents, like, separating, um, which obviously is, like, a stressor in her life, so, uh, but I think that, like, I think that's probably, like, maybe that's what the train is doing, is, like, oh, we recognize that you're in emotional turmoil, like, let's pick you up, we'll put you into a happy place, for you um and then you can stay here forever kind of thing so it's kind of like a deep dive into like the mind of people sort of situation like um what that means in terms of like the other cars i i don't know maybe like at one point there was like someone who like just found all of the immense joy in corgis and so that's the corgi car and maybe they don't, don't exist anymore or something along those lines like they're just like leftover cars from people of the past so you think this is like therapy car train except it's like the episode two of final space this season where it's like force someone into like being happy it basically like picks up sad people and like makes them <laughs> makes them be happy <laughs> maybe kind like kind of like because that would also explain, like, why... Because something else that I guess I've in my head I've been questioning is, like, why are there not other, like, humans? You know, like, she seems to be the only one. And then for, like, the conductor to make, like, such a big deal because and, like, and then to, like... Pr- basically like personally attack her and be like well if you would have stayed in your car like all of this wouldn't be happening and like you could just be having a grand old time in your car doing whatever kind of situ like kind of thing um and so it's almost like the conductor is kind of having a, a freak out about this as well because it's like 
you're supposed to stay in your car. That's where you're going to be happy. And then you left it. Like, why would you leave it? But then so, why is are I, all the cars set up to be puzzles to get through? That's because, the thing. Yeah, I, I really like that theory, April, because, like, my whole thing of being concerned was that the, the train stops to, like, teach people a lesson and how to deal with their feelings. They have to, to fight their way out. But if it's just, like, sensing people are in emotional turmoil and it's picking them up, like, oh, you're sad? We'll make you happy for as long as you're alive and then we'll feed you to the cloud. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> except for, like, the, the numbers changing because that implies there's a way to get out and that the train is like involved in that and and wants you to succeed or at least gives you an option instead of just thinking that the solution is to keep you there happy in a fake train car forever well so i don't know well see and i like like i appreciate you enjoying my theory but i also don't know (laughs) where like that, like, you you brought up, like, essentially what I was going to say was, like, oh, well, but I don't know how the numbers tie into any of this because, like, we still don't know how the numbers tie into it. Except, yeah. like, we made a huge jump from, like, what was it, like, 89 all the way down to 3. And I was like, wow, that's a, that's a big difference. Like, those are not the same number in any way, shape, or form. So, I don't... I, I haven't worked out that part of my theory, but I guess my time is limited, so maybe I'll figure it out in this time we have together. That okay, we'll, think, we'll think about it as we yeah. go. But yeah, so I, I think the general thought that this still involves Tulip's um, like arc and emotional journey, like it's still centered on that is a big thing, a big going to be a big thing heading. Like, is it just Tulip or is it all people or is this really just all about Tulip? Um you know, still something t- front of mind, I think, heading into tomorrow. Um, the conductor itself um, being so, like, you know, like, why does it care so much that everyone stays where it is? Um, like, is the conduct the conductor's kind of our proxy for the train, I guess. And and so I think that's, like, a big thing is, like, the train wants things to stay in place. But I agree, it also seems like it's meant to be, to be you know, I don't know if they, they're all, like, puzzles, but it's meant to be progressed through. They all have doors, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. that is interesting. The other aspect of this is at the end of the episode, we get Atticus turned into the roach dog that sucks out Tulip's soul. But, um, you know, so these things are things that the conductor has turned into these creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also seen outside and we haven't gotten the souls, the sucking up into the cloud. That's the like, so there's, so we have a lot of things that need to be resolved tomorrow. So <laughs> there's, yeah. you know, like what's one, one. What's the train's, you know, and the conductor's purpose? What's this big cloud sucking things up? Um, <laughs> yeah, what's up with that sucking cloud? Gotta, sucking gotta get, cloud. gotta figure that out. I do think maybe what's the, the train's number? goal. That's a big one too. Yeah, I do think maybe the train's goal and the conductor's goals are separate, though. Maybe the train's the one offering Tulip a way out, and the conductor is solely focused on keeping her. Maybe on the, the train's a good thing, and the conductor yeah, corrupted the train. Or maybe the train's yeah. like a neutral thing. Honestly, maybe not yeah. even a good thing, but it's not like I don't think they necessarily have the same goal. Tulip defeats the conductor and then returns the train, puts it to good use or something after. Um, Yeah, I think it's a lot for the conductor and the train to be seen as separate entities, but there's also so much to be resolved in two episodes, so that's Mm -hmm. not really a good, uh, you know, but I I guess it's probably going to be hard for them to do everything. Um, But I do think, like, what are we looking for tomorrow? I think the main thing I'm looking for tomorrow is answers to a lot of these things. Um, I don't think, like, every single thing, especially if there if there's more episodes, I don't think every single thing needs to be answered for it to be a satisfactory ending. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I still think, like, over half of these things need to be answered, and it's a lot of stuff to do. So I think I'm, like, very fascinated to see how the show deals with all this and considering there's so much stuff it almost makes it it feels it's still i don't know it still feels like a this is tulips video game type ending just because it's like you can do a thing that explains all the things if you just make it a, a thing inside a thing like that that's the only way to really solve to answer everything so quickly is to just make it a simulation or a video game or something like that um it, but I think there's things in the ball pit card that say that's not it. You know, it being one one being more important than tulip, tulip just being supposed to stay put. It doesn't, you know, there. I don't know. It doesn't completely give you that impression that this is just a tulip video game about tulip's emotional journey. I know. I think like this is this wasn't necessarily the biggest indicator of that this whole episode. Um, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, we'll also, see. also just chastising tulip though. So I don't know. It's still. I think it still could be that, but. Um, I don't know any 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 pressing theories that anyone's thinking of right now. 
I think I think it's it's uh, I think it's mostly just like yeah, bring on tomorrow. Who knows? We don't really yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, it, it, it's just so interesting that like we're almost at the end, and there's still like so many different theories that you could like formulate. like and and it seems like every night like our opinions change and we're like yeah it's definitely this and then the next night we're like okay never mind like it's totally this and we're like so it's just like it's just really fascinating and it's kind of like i don't know it's hard because i'm like oh it doesn't even matter what i think it's gonna be wrong anyway right yeah yeah uh sorry to interrupt this but i just saw a thing am i like i people spotted the conductor in episode one Wait, where? Yeah, I saw that on our Discord, but where, what, where? is that relevant? Where was Blanket Boy hiding? You would, the conductor <laughs> was watching Tulip wake up in her car. Wait, like, what? what? Can you share this on Skype oh, right okay, now? Yeah, I, I, I see, see it. it. It's, it's, it's on uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's a ghost it. on Reddit. Oh, it's, ten, it's, da- it's 10 days ago, though. So this is No, no, known, it was when it happened originally, it seems yeah. like. But like, oh, 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 oh. so, so, so it's, he it's, was in the car with one. Sure, you can quit the, the thing and you can. So see it, it definitely. So, okay, so here's the here's the story. The so someone, so someone uh, posted on Reddit it. ten days ago. Something's weird in the background when Tulip first wakes up in episode one, and so you see behind the trees <laughs> that there's some. Oh my god! It's things. just his head without the blanket. Yeah, that's his mom. It's gotta <gasps> be. It's gotta wow. be his mom, and he uh, for some reason, and he's hiding his organ hole where the where Wan Wan came from with the blanket. Maybe he's got a white blanket on. And then immediately after this, Tulip finds Wan Wan. Like it's just yeah, totally. Um, so people are saying this orb in the background is the conductor. So um, it looks it a lot like conductor's head. head. To be fair, it up. has to be it's him. An orb shape, yeah. Or an elongated, like, oval or ellipsis type shape. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, so if the conductor's watching Tulip wake up, then that would, again, that would that would point you towards this is all about Tulip. Um, yeah. Right? Like, it's... Yeah. Or, I mean, one one's also there, so it could be also about one one, but maybe the, the conductor left one one behind when... It, he seemed one. to be... He seemed to react to Tulip waking up. Like, it yeah, seems he, like, that uh, he doesn't want to... He, he seems he to not want Tulip to know he's there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I but then very... if, it, if it, like okay, maybe the conductor obviously like personalizes these cars or whatever. And so the conductor was like, "Oh, you weren't supposed to have woken up yet and is trying to get out of there." But then that would that would also explain why the conductor is so focused on finding Wan Wan because Wan Wan wasn't supposed to be left behind. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. he like just dropped Wan Wan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That makes sense to me. And it could be that this is like Tulip specifically waiting for, but it, maybe he does this for every passenger in the train. Maybe yeah. he leaves them there and they wake up. Um, and he's just making sure they wake up and he accidentally left behind one, one. And now that's why he needs one, one eliminated because it's big dangerous. Yeah. So I feel like heading into tomorrow, the, the big, the, the number one theory on the board is like, this is a tulip simulation of some, like, this is mm. a, a thing inside a thing that's meant for tulip. Um, like it's her video game or someone trapped her in this and it's all about her. I feel like that's the, the, the base level. I mean, it's like, it's, it's not like a base level idea I had in the show, but I feel like that's kind of where all of our speculation keeps ending up. And I think the conductor being there maybe supports that, but it also could just be that she's one of many passengers on the train. There's still other things in play. So I think that's really interesting. It is in a train with an infinite amount of cars. Yeah. Infinite cars, infinite possibilities. Exactly. Okay. So there you go. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just like stuck on this first car now because that, means there's a lot more importance to where she woke up then because she was specifically put there it wasn't like random yeah. like they started what is there. it about like this winter car that's uh, so special it, it, it kind of matches where she came from and that might have been purposeful like they yeah, want like she to... came from a cold place so like she... maybe like that tra- was more for the audience to be like oh surprise you're in a but, car no, but that's, well that, that's, that's that that's what you think but then maybe they're subverting that <laughs> there's now. more yeah. but, like, that, maybe. That's the... but she's trying to get to uh minnesota right yeah so minnesota has a lot of snow and she's, like... she's from and going to i think the, yeah the same state yeah. but i I think the point is this is supposed Wisconsin, to be something yeah. for her that is like where she came from. And that's not just a trick for the audience. It's supposed to be for Tulip on purpose because she was clearly put here by something on like this wasn't just random. Like, I think before this episode, it just I thought it was a coincidence that it was like snowy just like that. But now I see this. It's like, oh, they put her here like this 
very purposefully for this to happen and her to have this reaction. Maybe. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, what are you thinking overall, then? I think that I think that what's the, the thing that pops out to me is that there, I think there might be more than one of these things of the conductor because this conductor we see here is just acting so differently. It's so different than just this overwatch type thing that just drops off Tulip in this car. Like maybe there's more than one of these. Like maybe these are maybe maybe the storm is making these like each of the passengers like gets sucked up and turned into one of these and they make the cars or whatever. Like, it seems like there needs to be mm-hmm. some way to keep mm-hmm. continuing this process to keep because even if it is, quote unquote, infinite, like they need a place to get these infinite ideas from and infinite cars from like maybe these maybe there's more than one conductor because there's infinite cars is maybe I'm, I think my yeah, that makes sense. Theory. Yeah. And, uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, are we like sucking up the humans to like use that? I mean, think that is, it is generally, it's a good point that an infinite train needs fuel. Um, maybe yeah. in terms of car ideas, in terms of like, like energy, um, you know, like the, the, it turns the, the dog into the thing and then it sucks up tulips energy. Yeah. Like you're trying to suck up the life force to power the train. You know, that's always, but, been the, but the dogs were off the train too. Yeah. Like the train, so, like, yeah. Uh, how do you get, yeah. How do you well, get again, the energy I think another, from the another question is like, where is off the train? That's still yeah. a good question. The desert yeah. with the cloud. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Yeah. What is that? That's just where it is. Dylan. No, that's not a, that's not a real place. Okay. Yeah, it is. We saw it twice. It's real. Michelle doesn't care about off the train, but the blanket, the blanket. Oh my blanket's God, really no. important. Yeah. The blanket's very important. Episode. That'll yes. it, it, when, when tomorrow when the conductor takes the blanket off. And he's thinking you, that's why he you'll flew You'll be thinking away. about Michelle. You uh, realize I, I am so sad you're not on the podcast tomorrow, Michelle. Like I need your. I'm re- not. I need to be on it, but I can't. There's Can too you- many- Oh, just quickly, like, email it into us. Like, we'll see. If, if, the, if the blanket is key, we might need to make an exception to get that. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I think we're safe, but we'll see. <laughs> no, I don't see that. I want to know. Uh, Don't doubt the power of the blanket, okay? The power of the blanket. Okay, other things from uh, the ball pit car. Um yeah, I mean, we talked about all the the plot stuff at the end. Also, the, just the this the steward having like so many arms and stuff. I think that was a uh, notable different. I mean, we knew that, but it's like everywhere inside the. Um, what do we call? What do we call the car? It's like a ball pit, but it's overall it's like a, a jungle gym. Um, it's like the. Well, okay. it, it's a play place. They call yeah, play, them play places. Yeah. Like, place. uh, have you ever been to Chuck E. Cheese? No, yeah. like I've, I've definitely yeah. like this. Definitely like uh, was like super nostalgic for me. I just don't know what the exact name is. So they're they're uh, called so, play places. Well, yeah, they're called play places, but like Chuck E. Cheese had one, though like it was a smaller one. And then where I grew up, there was a place called Tumble Drum, and it was literally like a huge building, and it was just like filled with like all of those tunnels and like ball yeah, pits yeah, yeah, and like slides. You, you know, you know yeah. where the, the main one, the main one I remember this from is actually in Funland, like the real Funland has has one of these, and then I remember <laughs> I going to yeah. that place. I remember yeah, these for how gross they were. Yeah, that's yeah, that Pee in the ball pit, like, like, like a rite of passage. No, it's, no, <laughs> no, not not for everyone to pee, but to encounter the pee at some point in your childhood. <laughs> in the ball pit, it's a rite of passage. Is it? Yeah. One of my but best friends would always get sick. It's absolutely yeah. insane to me that people let their kids just like go free in these things. Like yeah. they're just, like, they, go they ahead. need a break. It was, I, I, know, I know it was, it was just very, it's a very like powerful nostalgia thing. It was like, so it's like big adventure, like going around yeah. this giant thing. It was like pretty, it was pretty good. No, no, it um, was really fun. It was just, I kept yeah. thinking like tulip, like wash your hands, please. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, is she ever going to get those shoes back now that she's given them up to the oh, cup? Yeah. Definitely not. I think so. I think the juxtaposition between we see khaki bottoms, this like stuffed bunny that's having her complete these trials, which are just the basic things in there. He's such a sweet bunny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Voiced by uh, Ron Fungus, who's also Fox in uh, in (gasps) Final Space. No wonder I loved him. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm not that attached to Fox. That's amazing. uh, Yeah. It's just funny. The two characters. He needs to be in more things. He's really good, yeah. Is yeah. uh, uh, and I just the the like so carefree and tulip like happily like easily solving everything into into like the horror that follows. I it was, it was I, just so cute. <laughs> like, but I loved the- like how there were shadows of the steward as she was doing stuff. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, they I, were crossing over. In, the, in like the, I saw in like the the windows. I think at some point I yeah, saw some yeah. arms. Yeah, shadow in the windows and everything. Oh, and it, but it was just enough for like. 
she was having fun and I really enjoyed it, but I'm like, okay, guys, please keep moving. Please keep moving. Please keep <laughs> yeah. moving. Don't stay there. Please. The <laughs> building. So it was also cute, but such a perfect place for the horror murdering that's that happens at the end of the so You oh, beat yeah. the makeover. Oh. Um, no, I mean the, the murder of the, the precious dog Atticus. <laughs> but, I mean, but... I guess like his dogness was murdered. I mean, I was really shocked that they were going to let him just be dead, and then he transformed. I'm like, okay, maybe that's how they got it through like but, S&P. I still don't they like did. It. But isn't being a cockroach worse than dead? It's worse but than death. He honestly. can fly and he can suck out people. Will Atticus soul. come back at the end? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he needs to get his crown back. I think yeah. we have to because at this point they've made the cockroach dog stuff part of the mystery, so we need to figure out why. Well, it needs to be addressed. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, it happens I, twice now. He, he, I think either I mean either he'll turn back or if it's all just not real, then it doesn't matter. But like that's yeah. the other answer. I, I'd be really disappointed if it's not real. Like yeah. I think I need yeah. this to be real because it just everything has so much weight to it so far, and like it feels important. I generally agree with that. Yes, I, that's and that's kind of what I've been saying all along. I don't like the metaphorical type endings. Um, I think there's a way to do it if it's Tulip's video game. I feel like something like that. I think there's a way to do it, but I don't know. How can, but like, how can it be? How you have to thread the needle. How can it be real? Like all this crazy stuff. Like it's it's just it just because can't be completely real. The power of magic and yeah, science. exactly. Hello, yeah. We keep saying that. It's <laughs> Hello, magic and science. <laughs> With their okay. powers combined, they can yeah. create an infinity, infinity train. train. <laughs> the only way the infinity train is like a literal thing on Earth is if we're going to do an anthology series where we keep visiting it. Then it maybe makes sense to make it a literal thing. But it's just, it's hard to imagine this being like a real thing, the infinity just train. Imagine it, Dylan. Just it's, accept. It's, it's like any of those journeys. It's like labyrinth or, you know, Polar Express. Like you just need one remnant of that journey to stay present in her everyday life to prove it happened. And then they don't have Such to explain all the positive memory for Tulip with the time yeah. her dog friend got yes. brutally murdered in front of her. Well, yeah. it was yeah. nice before Great. that, though. So you're saying the Infinity Train is like, supposed to be some like fantasy that was like, gone horribly wrong now. Some like positive fantasy for Tulip to visit and come back from it that's just gotten twisted and wrong now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just that's like, possible. I feel Something like there's like a that. way they can be like, oh, this was all legit. But also, she's never going to speak of this again if she ever gets out. Um, yeah, this is definitely a let's never speak of this again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the rest of Bopic car, uh, they're in like a business chart car to start with. And then oh, I love that. Declaring bankruptcy. Declaring bankruptcy. Yeah. 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 I thought that was great. Mary Michael Scott, like that was that, that definitely felt like a reference. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she's uh, in the, they're in the ball pit, and I like one one like look at all these mums about the the balls, and they're all very excited. Oh, to see cute. Yeah, what, I what thought it was like, also culture. very sweet because he was like, "Let's go," and she's just like, "I don't know." I mean, if we're going, yeah. To- <laughs> yeah. they're like, "We want to have fun." I also think. It's okay. cute she lets them go through. Like, she can progress very easily, but they can't. But she always stops to, like, help the rest of them through. Which makes the brutal murder, like, kind of more jarring somehow. The br- well, Thank you for calling it a brutal murder, Michelle. Thank, thank you, you for recognizing I mean, yeah. a makeover, but also a brutal murder. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, 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 we progressed. Okay, so- Okay, let's talk, let's talk the Chrome Car. We uh, the, there's a lot of stuff in the ballpark car, but also the this like uh, big character episode for Tula, um, and uh, you know she there mirror it's like mirror world, and then her mirror thing. The, the the like the logic of this episode is so nuts. Like I don't know before ballpark car, I was like, wow, what a night! Like this is on yeah. its own. This was so amazing, and we're not going to give it its its due because we we got a uh, uh, ten ten minutes ish left. But like you know, we got like there's there's just so much. I say that, but we'll see. We'll see how long we go. Um, but uh, it's the tulip like mirror thing comes, and there's these mirror cops, and they can like switch places, and the thing can only be attached to the the reflection. And then mm-hmm. her her mirror version gets uh, breaks out, and then it like has a haircut, and it's like go be yes. whoever you good luck to who, to whoever you turn out to be. Yeah, um, I love that line. Um, I don't know. This is this is all just so amazing. It's also like all used as a vehicle for more character um, commentary with tulip. This is probably my favorite episode of the series so far. Like, I just really love this episode. It's just... It's, it's really up there for me, yeah. It, it's just so... Um, it, it, it's just so... It, it's what I expect the show to be. Like, it's just a car about one... It's like every episode's a bottle episode, but about something different. And mm. it's so 
interesting and I'm always so invested in what we're doing. But this one, I was so much more invested in the idea that they had the really interesting thing they were doing here with the mirrors but at the same time like you said there's so much character stuff happening and like tulip is so tulip is just so interesting and she's so introspective and at the same time so not self-aware of herself and it's really interesting to see what parts of herself she doesn't understand and what parts she wants to understand and this mirror self is totally not her at the same time and also there's this whole idea that the episode puts forward of this horrible like hellscape of being the reflection of somebody else and not actually being in control of your body that's horrifying yeah i i i I agree it's horrifying i also think there's just this huge commentary at the end sarah where it's like this tulip's reflection there's her sliver person is uh magic slivers are meant to yeah. be <laughs> are, she's like all she knows is being tulip's reflection and then when she breaks out she like uh, cuts her and she bees her she's her own person and like this commentary on like us breaking free of like the constraints of, of who we're boxed into when we're born yeah and like i also think there's part of it as like you're not beholden to the person that yeah. you see you you see or like the person, see, the person the yeah, person you per- see yourself as or like yeah. see in the mirror yeah, and I think there's a big part of that, and like I definitely connect to that, and I definitely, I guess that's you put that into words. That's definitely why I connected to a lot of things happening. Like that's not like this mirror, and I, I really love that the end of it. They don't give a name to her. Like they really mm-hmm. carefully like Tulip realizes that she doesn't get to do that. She doesn't get to choose what this mirror, or this previous mirror of herself gets to be. And yeah. I really love that. Yeah, that with the line, good luck to whoever you turn out to be. It's just so gorgeous. At yeah. The end. I don't know. Is Yeah, I, I saw a very uh, a lot of trans themes, a lot of other yeah. generally progressive themes in, in that ending and just everything with the, that character's journey. Definitely just want to re- rewatch it to nail the themes down more. But um, it, like it's it's like so incredible with the, the, the mirror version and also just like the commentary on Tulip's character at the same time. Like, yeah, it's, 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 the episode's kind of accomplishing both things really well. That's what's so incredible, though. Like it has this incredible theme and this incredible character story at the same time. And I don't know how they can do both. And they're both so it's 11 minute episodes. Yeah, yes. it's really like, impressive. How is this 11 minutes? I think I think we say that a lot on this podcast because we largely cover eleven minute shows. Not not completely, <laughs> but um, I feel like yeah. we've said it. Maybe feel it more for Infinity Train than ever. Um, like yeah. like how is the yeah. show accomplishing so much in that short of time? Exactly, that's the thing though. Like it is accomplishing like so much, and that's kind of like I mean, like you said, we watch like, so many shows that we cover are eleven minute episodes, but like I feel like none of them are as like in depth as like this one has been i mean some of them have been but also like you're watching this 11 minute episode but it doesn't feel like an 11 minute episode but in the good way like it doesn't seem to like drag on or anything like that like you're fully engrossed the entire time from start to finish and that's like amazing and beautiful and glorious so I, so I, I think i think a big thing with this is, is i'm not a hundred percent sure about this but i believe this is a script driven show um oh really really I mean, I, so the cre- the credits say written by storyboarded by usually it says written and storyboarded by for the storyboarders if it's board driven so like I, this would be the first 11 minute script-driven show I feel like I've encountered. Um, obviously, it makes sense to do Infinity Train as a script-driven show, but it's very yeah. atypical for Cartoon Network, if, if that's what's going on. Was Over the Garden Wall? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I it was probably script-driven. No. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I would have to check on that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I assume. I was just wondering if you knew off the top no, of your head. I can, I can look on it. Usually, yeah, you can tell their credits, but I don't know. I, I, I apologize if this is wrong. But I feel like it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's very weird to have like such a script driven, even if it's just story heavy, like in general, like packed into 11 minute chunks. Um, And it's like, sometimes we're like, why is this show only 11 minutes? Like it could be so much more, but I feel like with this show, it's like, making the most of its its time constraint. I don't know if I want more, like specifically with this episode, I think it's just perfect this length. Like I don't want more of this car. I don't want more of this unnamed character because their story is, done like this ending is perfect for me yeah i think yeah. i think over the garden wall was born yeah born. exactly it's gonna say like born that's born. how most of the people for over the garden wall feel they're like that was a perfect succinct story we didn't need more padding it did its job mm-hmm. very well with the story it had to tell and that's like enough we're happy with that exactly so i mean this could be going for a very similar approach and I, i'd say it's definitely working so far 
Um, I have to say, if, if, if Infinity Train sticks the landing, I like it more than Over the Garden Wall. <gasps> like, I, that's, like, really high praise. <sighs> I think they're both good. I, yeah. I, I this, this, show is, this show is feeling consequent. Like, the bit, like I love Over the Garden The things that I said this before, the thing, the thing that frustrated me most is if it, like, it's, it's not doing enough, like, overarching plot stuff. Like, Infinity Train feels like way more consequential episode to episode. <gasps> Are you Okay, well, episode to episode, but, like, Over yeah. the Garden Wall is very consequential. If they had given general, up the yeah, eventually, yeah. dead. But, I mean, yeah. that's... I, I agree with what Dylan's saying, because, like, the end of Over the Garden Wall, like, it all leads up to it, and it's really yeah. great. But, like, this one, it feels like every episode is a step towards It's really going to depend on the ending. It's like, yeah, so yeah it's, it's going to depend on the ending. But it's like, uh, I don't know, because I, like, I appreciate both of them for, like what they're doing you know because like i love that over the garden wall doesn't have so much of like that like overarching like plot kind of within the episodes um and i like i love that about that show but like i love that infinity train does have that overarching plot and like continues to build their own thing yeah exactly like they're they're both like incredible in their own ways but like But, uh, what is it? Like, I, they're definitely very similar. So it's like the same, but they're just structured. They're structured so similarly. It's hard not to compare them. Like, like, I mean, they said, Owen said they like, they based the structure, the two nights, uh, two, two episodes a night. And they wrote it that way, just based on over the garden wall. So really? um, Yeah. Well, and that's also, so that makes, I mean, obviously that makes a lot of sense, but then like, that's also really something to say about over the garden wall too, is the fact that it could inspire, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like that. That's uh, that's one of the most influential things of modern animation for sure. Like, but but also, yeah. it's like the first mini series cartoon ever did, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty big deal too. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, and I, I think with Infinity, me preferring Infinity, it's also I just um, I like plot driven stuff a little more. The personal preference. Um, I know yeah. you do. Yeah, I talk about <laughs> it all the time, but yeah, I mean, really, we'll we'll see what that thing is. We're, we have two more episodes. Um, the rest of Chrome, the rest of Chrome Car. Um, I mean, we, we haven't talked too much specifics, but, uh, yeah, all, all the crazy kind of mythology of the Chrome car and the Chrome version of the world, the, 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 the creepiness of the, the Chrome enforcers, the police, like the, they're just mm-hmm. these like mm-hmm. ball heads. Oh, um, man. and they put on a mask and it, like, oh, makes yeah. and I was like, uh, no, like I'm <laughs> shivers down my spine. I was like, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> What did the yeah. masks do for them? How did that help them? I don't know, but they're they like, they're like, like hey, is it to blend in? They like blend in. Yeah, they're uh, going we're through humans the barrier. Too. To we the got man faces. Oh, faces! I love the shot of one one and Atticus like pulling the masks off. Like we're melting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing good. Yeah, uh, we we had the 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 opposite world. Uh, the uh, Atticus and one one as well, and then they get taken away. Um, I like the use of Tulip's multi-tool, which was used throughout the episode and then is the thing that uh, lets the Tulip's reflection be free. This is um, a perfect example of foreshadowing, and, like, yeah. it's done so well, and, like, you know exactly what she's going for, like, you understand that the logic is consistent, but it doesn't feel like, hey, here's the Chekhov's gun of the episode, like, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, at she first I was like, oh, this is... Too. So, it, like, it got her out of the trunk of the car, and she could use the reflector yeah. for, yeah. for, for, for yeah, a moment. Yeah, and it's used it in the beginning with the jelly I believe Tulip would have a multi-tool. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that was my first, that was <laughs> exactly. my reaction at first, was, like, this, like, really fits her just carrying this around as opposed to, like, a purse or something. Right, like you didn't is, question it. You were yeah. like, "All right, multi tool. Here yeah. we are." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that, that the use of that was really incredible. Speaking of uh, of tulip character stuff, I guess the 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 reflect the sliver sliver ones like uh, you you never get help from anyone. And talking about all the things that um that tulip did that uh, they experienced, uh, and so that that I think that was really good. And then um uh, at the ends with. Uh, like freeing her and also like using it uh, using it as a vehicle to like uh let her take off the glove and um be more accepting of i guess like the person uh, she sees in the mirror like she's accepting what she sees on herself and it's yeah it's it's i i like that a lot she's accepting the person that she's becoming because of the train yeah, That's a good but way also the yeah. the Chrome person said a very interesting thing, which actually makes me feel because I've been I was really scared before about where this the, the overarching point to everything might be. But she tells Tulip like, "Don't let the car tell you what to do. Like you you forge your own path." And I like that she kind of 
gave the power back to Tulip about her choices and her path and not in the hands of the train, because that was the thing that was really making me scared. Like if the train's like going to force her to learn a lesson that's out of her control, that seems really creepy. But if, if she's the one who has the power, then like, that's okay. So I thought that was a really good line too. Yeah. I mean, I think it is all about Tulip forging her own destiny and yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's, I think I, I said I said it like yesterday in, in the day before it's like Tulip like suddenly became this incredible character and I don't know I feel like she's just like such a good character at this point like in such yeah. a short amount of time yeah. like with definitely one of my favorites of the year and I love that this episode follows the episode where we see the full divorce story like it fits so <laughs> yeah. well like her relating her her trauma and like problems with her life to this other person like it's such a good way to show how people develop empathy like seeing like oh people have problems and i can relate that to something i've had even if it's oh, not exactly that's a really good point too wow yeah, yeah. so she she has experiences her own things and then is applying that to the the sl- sliver tulip situation yeah and it's a completely different situation but she sees how it's a similar emotion and that's the important part of growing up for her like she needs to see that there's and I think that she's going to learn to apply that to her parents, too, that they're not having this simple thing either. They're not having this simple end to their marriage. Like, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of emotions. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a really good point because that's she's point. that's how she's reacting to the divorce is, like, it's about how her she's being yeah. affected by the situation. Mm-hmm. So this is, I think, a lot of, yeah, you're right. A lot of this is, like, her learning to handle emotions and hand, and hand, how other people are handling, handling emotions and seeing the world uh, entirely all around her through that lens. And that makes a lot of sense because in the cat car episode, like the whole issue with the fake memories is that she, when she's confronting her parents and she, she's confronted with the fact that her parents are unhappy and that this marriage is not working out for them. And that like, yeah, like Sarah was saying, like it's not easy for them either. And it's not like it's her fault, but it's also like they they deserve to be happy in whichever way they want to go. But that also means that if the culmination is like she's learning to forgive her parents for having a divorce, like, I don't know. It really is going to depend on how they're handling it. But like, I think the Chrome card did a lot to convince me they might have a really good way of bringing that about. So... I mean, I I think it's not just she's learning to forgive her parents. I think that's part of it. I think it's like she's learning to that and everything around her in the rest of her life right like i think that's going to be a part of it well it's um, a lot to process yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. so... i mean this is like a pretty life-changing experience like, yeah through, so. the, her forgiving her parents and talking to her parents is going to be the culmination of her change but it's not why yeah. she's changing it's not yeah. what she's, she's becoming more of herself she's growing from this pain she has and it's helping her understand other people but she's still growing for her own sake here and i like that like she's growing because she's pushed down this part of herself and that's clearly at the beginning of the show i thought that she was having like she just didn't think emotionally it's that she's pushed these down like she has this side of this side of her that's emotional is a part of tulip it's just as much tulip as the emo that the reasoning logical part that we kind of fell in love with at the beginning yeah i I love that way of putting it too it's not that she's like learning emotions where she was logical before it's that Mm -hmm. she's like learning learning to embrace her emotional side and not push it down Yeah. yeah yeah I think that's great. And at least, and then also just finding, like, it seems like she's also working on finding a better way to, like, deal with those emotions on top of that as well. Like, because there's a difference between, like, you have, you have to, one, accept, like, your emotions, and then two, like, you know, build from there kind of situation. So I think that's something that will, it won't be like outwardly addressed, but I feel like it'll like come to fruition at the same time. Oh, definitely. And yeah, and like Mm -hmm. this is on top of the plot stuff that we're like mythology stuff. It's like, here's all the stuff that needs to be wrapped up. Most of all, it's like this arc that Tulip's on needs to be wrapped Mm -hmm. up. Like in the last, it's like, what are we going to do that does all this in 22 minutes? I think we only need to wrap up Tulip and I think it's going to be satisfying, honestly. Certainly it seems like that's the most important thing to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if we if we wrap up tulip then i will be okay like mm-hmm. if i never figure out the answer to the dumb numbers or <laughs> but like i'll be upset but <laughs> but that could be like because i i think the big like crazy theories going on in the background is that no one said the word miniseries about this show like they haven't 
Actually. No one has said miniseries. Oh, yeah, I mean, has we've been he? through... Owen, Owen, it's first said Infinity Train is 10 episodes, and then later said the first 10 episodes. We'll we'll see what's going on. But but but, but let's say, like, if it is more, like, maybe yeah. we don't get all the answers to the train in the series. We just get the finish of Tulip's story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. If this is Tulip's uh, arc in the anthology series that is Infinity Train, sure, you just wrap up Tulip. Yeah, I, I'm that totally on board with great. that. I would be yeah. so happy. If I'd be really happy because it means we get more of this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It also means that the conductor doesn't necessarily have to be related to Tulip in terms of thematic arc. We don't have to search mm-hmm. why right. he's related to Tulip. We can right. just say, oh, he's this overarching villain for the show, and we can figure that out later. We can focus on Tulip being Tulip and figure out him later. I think that the the, altern- the other thing you can do is that you – wrap up the plot stuff through Tulip's arc. Yes. You know, like t- Tulip's yeah. arc is is the most important thing, but as that happens, other plot stuff, like that's why the kind of like this is a video game tool it makes like makes sense because it's Tulip's arc, it explains the plot stuff as well. Um, something like that where first and foremost we're addressing Tulip, but also while we're doing that, these other questions are getting answered. I certainly am not going to expect like zero questions to get answered tomorrow. I think the number of things going to get answered. <laughs> I, I think, think at least pro- one thing will, but I mean, I, I would not be surprised at this point that not everything gets answered because it just doesn't seem like we have enough time but not in a bad way but in like a we can focus on tulip and it'll be amazing and then we'll have more questions later yeah totally yeah um yeah i mean on the other end look at look you know look how much we did at these these two episodes i know Um, you're right you're 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 totally right i i you know i think even if there's more episodes i think we're we're answering a lot of these questions i i I, like maybe not like everything maybe not a high a high level answer you know like i think the number thing needs to be answered i think one one needs to be answered you know like stuff like that like things we're gonna get some answers i I wouldn't yeah like there's no i think think the conductor one one and the number hand thing are the three things we might get answers for i think the train itself will probably remain a large mystery that's just I, a think that's, I think that's i think that's a de- yeah i i mean i i think that i would rank those ahead of the train itself being answered yeah. as well um yeah. I, I i i my gut feeling right now is we're kind of gonna answer the train too with like a metaphorical type ending but you know i, th- I don't know we, we'll see we'll see okay any <laughs> michelle final thoughts um I think Cat Redemption again is still in play. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited. I want to see under that blanket. And I just want to say, like, Sarah, you did such an amazing job explaining what the Chrome Car meant. And I, like, yeah. didn't realize any of that. And now I am going to have to listen to this again. So that I can go <laughs> hey, back. There's analysis after one viewing of the character Clearly stuff. somebody did a really, really good job that. writing and boarding this. And they deserve all the accolades because, honestly, it, it felt really good. And I didn't quite know why and now i can understand a little more why so thank you for your brain and thought (laughs) thank you for your brain yeah that's what we're saying when we're harvesting brains in infinity that's the whole purpose of this that's the whole purpose of this sarah funny closing thoughts Uh, just that clearly i really really love the chrome car episode i didn't not like the ball pit but just the chrome car episode was just beautiful to me i really loved it and i really do think especially after talking about it more like this is my favorite episode of the series so far i would love if they top it but like i don't know if that's possible just because this is such a good enclosed episode i'll just end by saying we didn't mention one thing that happened was this episode the one with the teeth brushing yes that was, oh, that was so cute yeah that was like that was probably the cutest thing of the episode oh that, that was next up that was ball pit card oh i'm sorry but either yeah. way i really like i really like that scene there, there's a, each episode has like the beginning 30 seconds so those are easily confused right like there's yeah. the, the we came from this car and yeah yeah um, which which I, I kind of poo-pooed earlier in these podcasts it's like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tired structure and it is and it is the same thing every time but it's been it's been delightful I so enjoy I'm it every yeah. time yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, time and it's and it's been different yeah and they, it, it, yeah they, they've used it in different ways I, I appreciate that yeah April final thoughts here um so I think these two episodes have been my favorite so far. Mm. And um, I I think I agree with Sarah that the Chrome Car is my favorite episode, too, especially after, like, talking about it with everyone. So um, just because, like, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, no, that one's definitely my favorite. Um, also, I wanted to, uh, from Chrome Car, we didn't, <laughs> no one brought up that Atticus was barking at himself in the oh my <laughs> 
<laughs> I have such a dog thing. Which I love that. Uh, that's like one of my favorite things is that Atticus has like all of these very like dog moments and like him barking at himself in the mirror was just great because it just made me think of like my dog and she'll like try and play with herself in the mirror, um, which doesn't always work out for her, obviously. But it's very like it was just a very like sweet small moment that I was like, oh, like, look at that doggo. So but yeah, um, yeah, Chrome Car is my favorite as well. So I'm with you, Sarah. (laughs) I'm glad that Atticus being a dog thing has uh, been from the pilot and has been like a thing they've continued throughout the show. I think it's a good thing that they continued. Like, I I loved when she like, when he, he, uh, when she put, pushed out his hair that was all like curled up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And she was just like, it's so cute, though. All right, I'll fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, these were wonderful episodes. I, I kind of agree that the Chrome Car might be the best of the show, but I also think the Ball Pit Car, for what it's doing, is also really incredible. I mean, there's just, like, half of these episodes are, right. like... Right. Yeah. 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 The, like, Chrome Car's just, like, the kind of episode I like. I love I, I agree. I'm also, mm-hmm. like, and that's just bias from my part. That like, the Ball Pit is a yeah. great episode. It's just I like these character episodes more personally. Yeah. I think, the, I think there's... We're eight episodes, and I think four of these episodes are, like, four out of the top ten animation episodes there. I think that's how good this has been, <laughs> like, totally honestly. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully more to come with the last two episodes coming tomorrow. Let us know what you thought of these episodes. Get your final predictions in before tomorrow. I also think there's going to be a lot of people listening back to these after, like, the show yeah. is aired and watching, marathoning mm-hmm. it. And so it'll be funny how wrong we are. But oh, that'll um, be great. That, that'll, I'm, I'm excited to, like, rewatch this this oh, yeah, entire yeah. series yes. uh, binge it at once like as a unit yeah yeah exactly well especially because like i feel like there's a lot of things that i may have like missed and like continue to miss because just like with over the garden wall again comparing it to that but like every time i rewatch that show i always feel like i'm like oh hey there's that thing there like and that comes up later so i feel like i'm gonna have a lot of like similar reactions re-watching this show it's also yeah. I really want to rewatch Over the Garden Wall now that we're watching Infinity. Yeah, yeah. Let's do like an October episode yeah. by episode recap. Can we please? Yeah, yeah I mean, so uh, several years ago, Delaney and I did an episode by episode recap of Over the Garden Wall. But we oh. could do we could do a revisiting <laughs> some sort. Okay. Of we do we do Over the Garden Wall podcast. That is one of the first things we did on the this podcast. Yeah, there's a lot oh, very old. Um, but yeah, at the very least, we could like all watch it and then do a, a, whole, a Halloween whole, whole series. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. retrospective. Yeah, that, that's that's. Um, Sounds like a good idea. Okay, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're in. Okay, so, uh, yeah, overlyanimated.com, youtube.com slash overlyanimated, and our, our aforementioned Discord, overlyanimated.com slash uh, Discord. To, uh, get your last speculations in, talk about this show. It was Toxin underscore X who posted that Reddit link, by the way. And that's really interesting, so thank you. Um, you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hope, aka Katara, and thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Yep, back for the finale tomorrow. Gonna be big, so uh, check that out, and we will see you guys then. Bye! Bye. Bye.